Hi, so this is the news from Zimmer and Peacock. Um, today's the 29th of November 2020, but this is the news from Zimmer and Peacock for um, the week starting the 23rd of November um, 2020. So every week we like to do a podcast and a video log and try and sort of summarize um, news that we've put out there this week. So um, we did put out um, a note this week about um, our ISO 13485 system. So um, as um, people become clients of Zimmer and Peacock, it's really important to understand that buying standard products off the website doesn't necessarily put that person into our ISO 13485 quality system. Um, some of the products on the, um, on the website are intended for R&D purposes only. And so we do have a, um, a complete procedure for how to onboard a client into um, an ISO 13485 system. So it is kind of important for ZP to be able to tell our clients, you know, you're either in the system or you're not in the system. And so um, we put out a bit of a note about that um, this week. Um, another um, piece of news that we put out there this week was just at Zimmer and Peacock, we have a lot of sensors, including the sodium, the potassium, the glucose, the lactates, and pH, etc. So this week we were just shipping um, quite a few sodium sensors. So the guys in the shipping department just put a quick um, photograph up of, about the um, ZP um, sodium sensors that we're shipping this week. Um, now, other news from ZP for this week was we also um, put out a little photograph of parallel testing. So at Zimmer and Peacock, we're um, one of the few companies that kind of uses um, parallel testing of our biosensors and we also use parallel testing um, of our screen printed electrodes and we also use um, parallel electrodes for functionalization of our biosensors. So we just put a little note out there that says, you know, that life is pretty short. So unless you're sort of testing sensors or fabricating sensors in parallel, um, then life's too short to be doing sensors one at a time. So we just put a little note out about how we like to use parallel technology for um, for our manufacturing and for our testing. Another little note that we put out there, we had a new rotary evaporator delivered this week because um, people see these biosensors and they see these screen printed electrodes. They don't realize necessarily that how much um, effort goes in just to preparing the starter materials for these kind of sensors. So it's not like you can just you know buy a polymer or buy a solvent or buy a monomer and it's good to go. You might actually have to do some purification on it before you can actually start using it. And so um, this week we got some new kit in to help us um, increase our throughput on that. So we just put a photograph up about that. Um, now we do get a lot of um, inquiries as well from people saying, you know, I want to be able to detect pH and lactate and sodium and potassium and calcium and uric acid um, and maybe redox potential. And I want to do it all in a tiny drop um, on one sensor. And do you have, therefore, electrode arrays? And the quick answer is we do have electrode arrays. So we have a sort of an array that's um, probably about five millimeters by five millimeters in which we have nine working electrodes. So that really allows us to do multiple sensors in a sort of tiny drop and do um, the parallel testing um, on that drop. And we have a version where we have um, a mini electrode array, which is all pH sensors. So that was just um, a new piece of technology that we um, talked about this week on our um, blog. We also put a video out there this week about how to make um, protein sensors from screen printed electrodes. We do get a lot of inquiries um, about this and we do have a lot of material on the website um, 
but we just tried to kind of put together a bit of a landing page for this, talking about the electrodes, the instrument, useful articles, activated electrodes. So we do get a lot of inquiries about how to do protein detection on screen printed electrodes. Um, the questions are always the same questions, so we try to put a, together a landing page to help people um, navigate um, that kind of technology. Um, now, just today we put out a video about cyclovoltammetry. Um, people use cyclovoltammetry quite a bit in biosensor development, um, and it's used as a screening tool. The problem is I think sometimes there's um, too much emphasis put on techniques like cyclovoltammetry, when in fact, you know, cyclovoltammetry is just a tool and it's informative, but it shouldn't be the final decision as to whether an electrode or a mediator is actually useful for a biosensor. You actually have to run the assay itself. So we put together a bit of a video around um, that, um, and that went up onto the website um, today. And then finally, um, we do get inquiries about our nitrate sensor, our potassium sensor, and our phosphate sensor, because people are very interested in agricultural um, applications. And so we had some um, what we call FAQs, frequently asked questions regarding our phosphate sensor. So we put a bit of a web page up about that. So that was the news from Zimmer and Peacock for the week that was starting the 23rd of November. As I say, today's the 29th of November. So at the end of the week, we like to put together this podcast and this video log and um, just give a quick, compact summary of um, news coming from Zimmer and Peacock this week. So as always, if you have any questions, um, please don't hesitate to contact us. OK, thanks very much.